Hello, we finally did it. We have Just Between Us podcast merch available for you guys. It is up on justbetweenuspod.com and you can go and get sweatshirts, t-shirts, mugs, stickers. It's all amazing. I mean, it's very good stuff. I'm impressed. <laughs> um, we have an amazing international question sweatshirt. We have, is this a date? Would you forgive this liar? Would you stay with this cheater? All of America's favorite game shows available as stickers and mugs and shirts. Um, it's some of our best work. I think. I think it's like our best merch ever. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's our best merch ever. So go to justbetweenuspod.com and get all of the merch for our podcast and then send us pictures of you wearing it. Oh, yes. Forever. Dog. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, the premier exclusive investigative discovery of the corners and layers and fillings of Reddit. Ooh, I really liked that one. Corners, Thank layers, you. and fillings. That's my new book. That's my new book, <laughs> Corners, Layers, and Fillings, and uh, a memoir. About I, a cream puff. Yeah, a memoir. The cream puff come to life. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's dive right into the juicy stuff. As this show goes on, the way that I try to find subreddits just uh, keeps getting stranger and stranger. So if you have any to recommend, please send them to justbetweenuspod at gmail.com. Yes. I think for this one, I maybe just typed in psychic. Love uh, that. And then I found the subreddit psychic. Um, but I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't remember anything. All right. But this post said, psychic told my boyfriend he would die soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. That's the risk of seeing a psychic. And this was 12 days ago. So <laughs> follow up needed. <laughs> my boyfriend, 20 male, said that years ago, a friend of his who is psychic told him that he would die at 21 in a brutal car accident. Oh, my God. He said that the friend was upset by it and said, wow, you're such a good guy. I can't believe you're going to die this way. Since they were friends, he didn't even pay for the reading or anything. I guess the friend just picked up on the message and relayed it to my boyfriend. This is unethical. Anyways, my boyfriend is turning 21 soon, in four days. So this information is a bit unsettling. I was thinking to do another reading with someone else just to see if they could confirm this info, but I know most psychics don't share information regarding death, so I'm not sure if it's the best idea. Could this be confirmed through a birth chart reading, though, or any other suggestions? Oh, also, my boyfriend is a very bad driver. Ooh. He doesn't have his license yet, but wanted to schedule a test soon. He's been practicing with me, and his skills aren't too bad but he has ADHD that he doesn't take medication for, doesn't want to slash won't be convinced to, so he gets really distracted on the road. He almost hit someone just two days ago in the car with me because he was about to turn and didn't notice the car that was right in front of him. So the psychic's prediction sounds reasonable. If I've learned anything from the Long Island medium is you're not supposed to go up to people and tell them stuff if they don't say yes to you telling them stuff. Oh, so you're really? Not There's to, ethics of psychic powers? Yeah, you're not really supposed to be like, hey, you're going to die if it's like unsolicited. <laughs> you're also not really supposed to say that someone is going to die. And also, I was thinking, I was like, okay, so what if just for his whole 21st year, the boyfriend never gets in a car? 
But oh, here's the problem is that he could be walking on the street and a car could smash into him because they didn't say it was a car accident where he was in the car. Yeah. <sighs> he could be sitting in his home on his couch and a car could fly through his front window. We don't know. It's a little so, too close to home. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Melissa, Melissa just, just saw a car, car accident, accident outside her home. She witnessed it. Did you see the car flip or you just saw it after? I didn't see the car flip. I heard it and I thought oh somebody God. had sh- had set off some fireworks because that's been happening a lot. Oh, but then oh, I was yeah. like, something in my gut just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And so then I looked on the, the uh, Citizen app and it was like, the corner that I live on, <laughs> there's oh a car flipped over. So I went and looked outside and so many people were gathered. But the guy was fine. But I did see the guy get pulled out. Wow. Wow. Well, okay. So I I don't think you should share specific information about someone dying at a certain time (laughs) because also like there's nothing good that that person can do with that information. Wait, do you believe this? Do you believe that they're going to I think we should operate on the fact that they are, but like why? So this person doesn't have their driver's license yet why are they waiting until they're 21 to get their driver's license right. that's my problem with this uh right like they've known for years that they're according to the psychic that they're gonna die during year 21 in a car accident and they have not got a driver's license yet and they're waiting until they're 21 to get their driver's license this seems a little sketch to me also this mm. person should not unrelated to the psychic they don't seem like they should be a driver no it doesn't seem like they should be on the road. So let's just eliminate that. I guess if a psychic told that to me, I would just have to tell myself it wasn't true. Because how yeah. else do you keep living? Or you just live life to the fullest until this moment. So somebody replied, one of my mom's friends is a psychic, A. I told that to a friend of mine and she asked for a reading. When the psychic looked at my friend's photo, she felt something really bad. She just said that to me and didn't give any details. I was puzzled, so I contacted another psychic, B, I trusted at the time. Just asked for a reading from my friend without mentioning what psychic A had told me. B said my friend would be in a terrible car accident. She'd get severely injured but would survive, and that the accident would happen around December, January. We were in August, I think. Obviously, I said none of that to my friend. I got worried about her. She actually had the terrible habit of driving while drunk, so being in a car accident actually Shit. made sense. I tried not to overthink about it and just waited to see what would happen. Nothing happened. That was almost six years ago. She has never been in a car accident and she's doing just fine. I wonder what happened to both psychics, but I have no idea. Hopefully this experience would bring you to some peace of mind. Try not to overthink about it and ask your boyfriend to do the same. I can imagine it must be scary and difficult to detach from it, but don't give power to this vision. A good astrologer can tell someone's longevity, but what good would that do to him? It will just cause more fear and anxiety. Instead, visualize him having a long and happy life. The psychic could have been wrong about that. And then this person responded, inexperience on their part. I hate this so much. There's a difference between being psychic and just getting feelings. Totally. (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. And Allison brought this up. Is that one time my ex was telling me a story about how they went to go see a psychic and the psychic was saying that there were fairies around them. And the psychic kept saying, there are fairies around you. The fairies are telling me things about you. But the psychic kept misgendering my ex. And so eventually my ex was like, hey, I'm actually not she. So can you just like that, whatever. And so my ex was using that as a way to tell me that it wasn't real. 
But I, before they said what the point of the story was, I went, that sucks that those fairies were transphobic. And my ex went, no, babe, the fairies aren't real. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So that's sort of how my mind works. You would rather be quicker believe in transphobic fairies than the lack of fairies. Yep. My mom oh, very enough. much believes in psychics and definitely enjoys sort of like people talking from to people beyond the grave or like, you know, finding out different predictions. I think she went to a psychic to find out predictions about me and my sister. Like before you were born? Like when we were babies. What did they wow. say? She would have to tell me. I know that there was a thing where the psychic told my mom that my grandmother, her mother, would meet a man, I think named like Stan or something. And so then they would always have this bit that they were like looking for Stan. Like they would always have this joke of like, oh, I'm going to the mall today. Maybe I'll meet my soulmate Stan or whatever. But like, I don't think it ever happened. Maybe in the afterlife. Maybe in the afterlife. Where are we going on the next adventure? <laughs> I don't know how I found this. One. Okay. But there is a Reddit called Ask Men. Sure. Which feels like maybe it shouldn't exist. Yeah, who needs it? Yeah, I don't feel like we really need to ask about anything. <laughs> I've actually heard enough. <laughs> um, okay, so this one is sort of a prompt, which is men. Oh, maybe that's how the whole thing works. It's like a prompt and then people answer. Yeah, I think so. Men, what are some things you do not need to know about your wife? Wow. I feel like um, a lot of them are just like, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they're like, oh, I don't want to know anything about her. In fact, <laughs> the, the number one uh, upvoted one is that the fact that she shares John Boy level thrust by thrust breakdowns of our sex life with her friends. I don't care, but I really did not need to know that. Wow. Interesting. So they're not mad that their wife is telling people about it. They're mad that they know that their wife is telling people about it, which is kind of interesting. Not thrust by thrust, though. That's very detailed. Well, it depends on what type of friend it is and what, like, group of friends. Like, I don't think I would tell, like, a whole group of friends, but I have, like, a couple friends that I'm like, may I get TMI with you? May I share uh, in a way that is potentially gross? You know what I mean? Yeah. But do you ask consent first now as we've gotten older? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you not used to? I don't think I did. But <laughs> now, I, now I'll be like, may I tell you something, TMI? But I only have like two people that I would do that with now. And then sometimes, a little bit, I think I've said some stuff to my friend Alex Eisman that maybe he didn't want to hear, but. <laughs> never Whatever. heard of this person. He watches Beans sometimes. Oh. And also, I want to say that there's a guy on my kickball team named Bashar who told me he listens to every episode. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, this podcast? Yeah. Oh, wow. I was like, please don't. <laughs> I know. I always assume people I, I know in real life don't actually listen or engage with any of my content. They do. And I literally talked about one of my friends on a podcast. 
And then they sent me at the same time I was talking, like recording and the same time I was talking about them, they sent me a message and was like, I was just listening to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? One, I didn't know you were listened. And then two, I was just talking about you. My God. Weird. Yeah. But I think it's weird when the people I know listen. (laughs) Yes. I also feel that way. Okay. So someone wrote, I really hate when women do this. It makes me feel really uncomfortable around my girlfriend's friends. And then someone said, my ex did this and I absolutely hated it. It created a power imbalance. I barely knew anything about them, but they knew every detail of my life, my body, and our relationship. It's unfair. Of course, if I tried to equalize this power imbalance by asking about their sex lives, I would be seen as creepy. I think that if you're being, if you're talking about yourself, or if you're being complimentary, that's okay. But I think it's weird to say like a fetish or a kink that like someone maybe doesn't want to share or to be mm-hmm. like, they have a small penis. <laughs> There's stuff that I think maybe a whole group of girlfriends don't need to know, but maybe just your one friend can know about. Yeah. Well, I think there's like a difference between like just like gossiping about it versus like something you need to like work through with right. like a friend or a support right. system. Exactly. And I also think it matters a lot about like how that other person feels and treats your relationship and your partner. Exactly. So if you're like sharing with someone who's like a big fan of your partner, a big fan of your relationship is very different than someone who like is like you. I think asking your partner if it's okay to share certain stuff, you know? Yeah. Like asking. Or you're sharing to gauge their interest in joining. Oh. All right. So what other things that people don't want to know about their wife is how she goes through a roll of toilet paper a day. Sure. And then someone said, I'm pretty sure women just snack on it while in the bathroom. My wife and I even refer to it as snacking paper. Ew. What? What? That's a lie. But also I'm like. That's a lie. That just means that these men aren't thoroughly cleaning in my eyes. Oh, well, but some people go to the bathroom way more often than other people. Yes, but also I'm just like. How much how much toilet paper are y'all actually using? Okay, but I think sometimes it depends on if you have your period. Yes. Mm. And it also depends on, I don't want the pee to touch my hand, which is yep. rich because we were just talking about sexual stuff and pee has touched me in other ways. But I'm like, not my own piss and not on my hand while I'm going to the bathroom. Why? Why are those distinctions? We don't know. Because one's sexual and one's not. And I and I know that I'm going to wash them and stuff, but I'm like, don't even get it on me even a little bit. So I use way too much toilet paper and I won't apologize. Look at you. We found two things that disgust you today. True. There's got to be some type of record. Nails and my own piss. We really did it. We really did it. You know, pee isn't sterile. That's a myth. Well, and that's why I'm not letting people drink it. But here's my question. If the pee gets on your hand while you're peeing, aren't you going to wash your hand anyway? I know. I just said I don't want to even have the one second where it's on my hand. Oh, okay. I don't even want that. All right. Fair enough. All right. This one's a weird one. So the prompt again, the way that's phrased is, what are some things you do not need to know about your wife? And this person wrote, where she is, who she's with, what she texts. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. We decided we trusted each other 15 years ago, and neither of us wastes energy looking for signs or obsessively staring at Find My iPhone, waiting to be angry at something. I can describe our level and trust in each other with a scary anecdote. Mm -mm. 
She had an STI scare at a checkup recently, which turned out to be a gross miscommunication by the doctor's receptionist. Something like, hey, Becky, we're out of HIV positive forms. Can you bring me some? Mrs. ENT, your test results are bad. Ah! Recounting the story to me, she talked about how she was frantically trying to figure out how that could have happened. I don't think it can survive long enough in air to pick it up off a toilet. I knew you're not cheating on me. I just couldn't figure it out. So for the 30 seconds she thought she had HIV, the thought of that son of a bitch, how could he, was nowhere on her mind. A spouse having that level of faith in you means an awful lot, and it's pretty easy to return the favor. I love this. Isn't that so sweet? I love this. That's really nice. I know. So I guess the Ask Man subreddit isn't all bad. I guess it's a little wholesome in that regard. (laughs) Probably not in any other regard. Regard. (laughs) Okay. I have an Am I the Asshole? Oh, good. Am I the asshole for not letting my apartment mate, 21 female, back inside after she got spat on by a camel? What? This just (laughs) happened and it's been super stressful wondering if I made the right decision. I share an apartment with another woman and we've been decent enough acquaintances. I'm the primary tenant, but she's subleasing and the landlord is okay with that. Apparently, she walked out to this fair that has all sorts of attractions and animals. It was walking distance about a mile away from our unit. I remember it being advertised, but I didn't go. Well, to put it plainly, she got spat on by a camel. She texted me shortly after it happened to warn me that she was coming home. I thought, okay, what's the big deal? Come home. I saw her coming up the steps looking miserable. Through the window, I went out to the porch to greet her. And instantly, I was hit with the most unbelievably vile smell I've ever smelled from a good 20 feet away. I really (gasps) couldn't take it. I only got a whiff and I could feel my stomach churning. I went back inside and closed the door. She came up and tried to get inside with her key, but I was practically begging her. No, no, whatever happened, you can't come in like that. She was yelling, what? I live here. And then was practically crying that she had nowhere else to go. I said, I'm sorry, but there's no way. I can't let that smell in here. I can smell it through the door. I was gagging. I suggested she find a hose or shower somewhere or jump in a creek or something, anything, but coming in like that. But she was saying no store would let her in. And I held firm. I held the door closed until she walked away. She came back an hour later, soaking wet. Maybe she had jumped in a creek and opened the door. I couldn't just sit there holding it shut all day. And the smell was barely better, but still horrific. She jumped straight into the shower, but I could still faintly smell it through our whole living room, and it's making me feel absolutely sick. Now we're both furious at each other. I'm mad she came back in before the smell was gone, but now the whole place smells unbearable. She's furious that I dared to hold a door shut and keep her out, and is saying she'll be talking to the landlord or a lawyer because that can't be legal. But I don't know what else I could have done. This is dreadful. Am I the asshole? Too long, didn't read. Held the door shut to prevent apartment mate from coming in stinking to high heaven. This person is awful. I don't like them. Yeah, you can't not let the person in. This is the Correct. Per- place they live and they need to shower. Like Correct. if you had such a adverse, like you're you angry about the smell, you need to leave so they can come in and clean. Exactly. Or I think an alternate option is to go find something else for them. Like to go with them to try find to find a hose. another, like to find a hose, yeah. to find a hotel, to pay for a hotel. Like if you're going to have like, I don't want you in here, you have to provide a solution to that. Yes, correct. I would never forgive that person if they me didn't let either. me in my house. Me okay, either. this person says you're the asshole and it's likely illegal. If she's paying rent to live there, you can't just randomly lock her out because you don't like how she smells. When people are dirty and gross, the place they clean themselves up is their bathroom, which you blocked her from. The right thing to do would have been to leave until she gets cleaned up and come back with air freshener. 
And then someone else said, it's illegal to deny entrance to your own home in every single state in the U.S. Original poster will probably go to jail if the roommate finds this post. Yeah, you telling on yourself. I also wonder where they live that they have so many creeks nearby. And camels. And camels. (laughs) Well, the camel's part of a fair. I mean, it's also like if you got like... Like, if you got um, sprayed by a skunk, you would still have to be able to come into your house. You strip your clothes off, then you bring the person, like, a towel. You know, like, you 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 do all this other stuff to help them. Yeah. Horrible. I don't think they're ever going to be able to repair whatever goodness they had between them before. Also, I had no idea that camel spit was so gross. I have find it hard to believe that it would be that pugnant. Mm-hmm. You think? Google it. I don't want to. You Google it. You Google it. Okay. Does, how many people do you think Googled this after uh, they read this? Yeah, Reddit should have the thing like TikTok does that shows what people are Googling while right? after they watch the video. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that what TikTok is doing? Yeah. It's showing what people look up after? Yes, mm-hmm. because whenever my ex sub TikToks me, it shows that people are searching for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Whenever they make a TikTok, ugh, that it's like clearly about me. People, I can see that people are Googling me about it. Yep. I wonder what people are Googling me about. Probably broken engagement. Oh, maybe. But you know what? That's probably leading to them finding really good resources and advice. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So this is a a subreddit that I got sent by a listener and the listener sent me subreddit stupid doveness and I didn't know what it was. And it says this subreddit exists for people to share doveness pigeons count, which they find that are as usual placed in a stupid spot or just incredibly poorly made enjoy with a smiley face. It's just people trashing doves. Yeah. So I think it's like it's different animals. And they clearly love animals because they have a big thing up top that says donate to the Audubon Society. But it's animals that have made their nests in dumb places. Well, this is very relevant, actually, because my parents noticed uh, all this debris on their front porch, yeah. like right where their front door is. And so they swept it away, thinking that like a nest had fallen or something. Yeah. And then it came back and they were like, huh, they swept it away. And then by the third time, they were like, oh, a bird is trying to build its nest like in front of our front door. That's wow. so funny. <laughs> and so then my Bobby put up caution tape so that people couldn't get to the front door anymore to let the bird build its nest. I was going to say, and had, maybe that's you're about to have a sibling. I hope so. The stork is building a nest to put a little baby in there. <laughs> but like, it's so funny to build it right in front of someone's front door. Yeah, that's yeah. why I think it's a baby. No, I'm the baby. Okay, sorry, you're the baby. So there's, <laughs> there's some fun ones. Like, this is a duck who made a nest just on some mulch at Lowe's. <laughs> there's another one where it's like a just really high up at a construction site where it like clearly is probably loud and not a good place for a nest. And it's like a pigeon nest is up there. Someone made like a hummingbird made a nest like on a ceiling fan. That's clearly going to get blown away. Like, it's really funny. Like, I guess I did not realize that birds make their nests in really dumb places. 
Oh, it's so sad. But I mean, if once you see a nest there, it's sort of like, well, we got to leave it. Like how your mom yeah. just was like, well, now this stoop is for the bird, I guess. Well, I hope so. But but some people might not be so kind. But these people are just taking pictures. I thought that birds would have like more of an instinct. Like I thought mm. that they would have more of like a self-preservation sort of we should not make a nest here kind of thing. There's a reason why bird brain is a Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Or like, you know, maybe they haven't caught up evolution-wise that they're like that the world looks the way it does now. Right. So they see mulch at Lowe's and they go, perfect nesting spot. That's mulch. That right. sounds they great. Right. They don't know what construction is. You're right. They don't. Interesting. Okay, this is a new subreddit that I follow. And it's something that I actually really do care about. Even before I was on testosterone, which was likely to make my hair fall out, I did care about this, which is I don't like when people make fun of bald guys. Yeah, me neither. I don't like when people are like, this guy's bald, or they say that he's balding as an insult. I hate that. I don't think it's funny. I've dated my fair share of bald guys. And when I say bald guys, I'm not talking about The Rock. I'm not talking about like Jason Statham, Vin Diesel, like hot shaved head bald guys. Okay. I'm talking, I've dated the, the Larry Davids of this world. Okay. I'm da- I'm out here dating the Stanley Tucci, like haircuts. Like- You're recycling your stand up bits exactly. from 2014. <laughs> exactly. I am. Exactly. I am. Like, that was the bit that you did when we first met. Exactly. That was like your go-to opener. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Did you ever lick any of their heads? No. They never wanted me to. No. I still I still stand by it. So I I see this uh this subreddit that's actually really cool where it's like people that are kind of losing their hair and then they share pictures of them just uh, shaving it off. And it always looks better. But anyway, so they talk about it too, because I think there's like a stigma. And so this post says, how would you describe your dating life being bald? And so there's a lot of people responding about it and about like hyping each other up and stuff like that. And this person said, best advice I've heard, not all women like bald men, but the ones that do really like bald men. And I think that's Mm. really cute. And I would like Mm. to do a PSA saying that you should not be shitty to people who are bald and you should not be shitty to people who are balding. And I don't think you should make fun of something about someone that they can't really control. If someone's a dirt bag or has a shitty personality or whatever, fine. But don't use balding as something to make fun of someone for. And also in this subreddit are a lot of women who are balding as well. And you don't know why people might be losing their hair. And so shut up. I like that. End of rant. Also, Stanley Tucci is very hot. He's so hot. Uh-huh. And that's something yeah. that people don't talk about enough. No, not enough. <laughs> and he has cookbooks. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I, I follow him on TikTok. I know what's going on. He's incredibly hot. I think it's time for Reddit or not. Ooh, whose turn is it? I think mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with financial scams involving the police. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Do you know the subreddit you should know? No. It's good. It has like stuff you should know. You should know if someone calls you from a police department and says that you have a warrant and need to mail cash money, it is a scam. If someone calls up and says they are an officer with a law enforcement agency and that you need to go to the bank, take out thousands in cash and send it to them to fix your warrant, it is a scam. No law enforcement agency will ask you to do this. If you truly do have a warrant, you'll find out when the cops come knocking on your door. If you receive this type of call and are concerned, 
Google the non-emergency line for whatever department they claim to be from and ask the actual non-emergency line about it. Chances are they have already received a bunch of calls from other people claiming the same thing. Wow. So don't fall for it. Don't believe anyone over the phone. Exactly. (laughs) This is like, would the police ever call you to question you as a suspect? And this is uh, in our scams. And the answer is, sometimes the police will call you to get a statement and ask you preliminary questions, but police calling you to tell you are a suspect in a major crime, that does not happen. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Oh, we need to dive more into our scams in the next episode. Yeah. 100%. If you like that subreddit, send us some of your favorites. Email justbetweenuspod at gmail.com with some of your favorite our scam stories. That's it for this week. Not really, because on Wednesday, we have a full episode of Just Between Us. And on Monday, we'll be back with another episode of Too Long. Did read it. Goodbye. Ooh la la. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production. Hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Also, you can follow this podcast at Just Between Us Pod on TikTok and at JBU Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'm on Instagram now at Gabe S. Dunn. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Raskin. And on TikTok at at Allison Raskin Baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gunn. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us. Forever.